Have you ever wondered why communication is so difficult with some people? And more importantly, have you ever given consideration to what you should do about it? That is exactly what we're going to unpackage today throughout the optimized Life journey. By the time we get to the end of this episode, there's going to be impactful pieces and parts that I can assure you will change the way you view your communication with others and with yourself. So we're going to jump right in as we say this, why is communication so tough? Why is it so difficult with some people that you come across or that I've come across that we just can't seem to get through to them? Well, in order to truly understand that, we have to dive a little deeper into some psychological constructs as I'll refer to them. And it all starts with a conversation around a word called a holon, H-O-L-O-N. And holon is this understanding, this terminology that as you ascend into something, everything before is included. That really means as we transcend something, it's included. So a real world example of what this might actually mean is that cells include molecules which include atoms, right? So not an overly complicated conversation so far, but something that you might not have heard yet as far as the terminology of holon. That's H-O-L-O-N. That becomes important because we have this way of communicating that ascends through different levels from an understanding that I have had and had plenty of experience with with clients all throughout the world. And this comes from an understanding based around some of a guy named Claire Graves' work, another guy named Don Beck, transcending into Ken Wilber, and a bunch of other very brilliant individuals. And I'm going to share with this all with you right now. You see, Ken's work dives deep into a theory called All Quadrants, All Levels. And you might have thought before that life was this linear process, as so many of us do. But what can suggest, at least you considering, is that life is actually this four-dimensional reality. And no, not the typical fitness, faith, family, finance that I discuss, but a four-dimensional reality of both internal and external ways that we talk to ourselves that go both vertically and horizontally. We'll be diving into that in the next episode, but for now, just understand the concept exists and that through each one of the four areas of this four-dimensional reality across all quadrants and all levels, there are holons, right? So essentially somewhere between eight and 10 transcendental areas in which you can ascend. So think about this just for one moment. You have communication, both inside you and external, right, towards other people. And then from those level of levels of communication, you also have different tiers that you can ascend into. Now, the unique part about this is those tiers are actually referred to as memes. Yes, my friend, the original term meme was not the fancy little picture you saw on social media but it was derived from psychology. 
the term meme has been around much longer than the images that we see on Instagram. I share all this with you because currently, from our understanding, which is always evolving, there are six major levels of human development, i.e. communication, two additional levels that society is transcending into, with a third that's starting to emerge. Now, I say starting to emerge because throughout the history of our race, our species, right, human beings, as we look back over time, there were certain levels that were the maximum that we had reached, that we had transcended into. And as we become more and more advanced and more complicated, we're able to understand and include new levels into the way that we communicate, which then also affects the way that we show up in different areas of life. So in order to understand communication, we must first understand the levels that we can achieve. Well, the first major level is one that we've all been through. If you're listening to this show, I know you have at least reached this level. And that's the first level, but it's also referred to as beige. Now, before I go too much further, I want to explain something to you for just a moment. Our psyches, the majority of us, are wired for comparison. And so instantly, as I said, there's eight levels, maybe nine of human ascension right now. You're hoping that you're a nine. Right? Why wouldn't you want to be the best? That's why you're listening to this. But when you attach colors to them, it takes away the hierarchy of nine being better than one because how can beige be better than yellow? It's a personal preference, just like the levels of ascension are. They're a personal preference based around what you do for a living and what you deem to be important. There are some levels of ascension that you or I could reach to that wouldn't truly benefit the greatest good of where we're at in that moment. And I'm going to explain what that means. Just, just keep following along here. All right, so beige is the first level. And to be classified as beige, right, you'd have sharpened instincts and some innate senses. This could be basic survival instincts. This could be that you'd have some food, some water, some warmth, and have the ability to have sex. If this defines you, you'd start to use habits in order to survive. Think about this. This would be essentially like newborn infants. They are habit-based creatures. They learn their habits and patterns. When they're hungry, they cry. When they wet themselves, they cry. They eat, and then they fall asleep. Right? They have their own little habits and rituals that they use in order to stay protected and alive. Unfortunately, the opposite end of the spectrum is typically senile elderly, right? That's how we start life is how many of us will end life in this beige area. Proportionality-wise, this is roughly one-tenth of one percent of the global population. And these people, no surprise to you, have almost no power across the globe. Right? We're not giving a ton of power to senile elderly, nor are we giving it to newborn infants, hopefully. So after we transcend through beige, which, again, I know you have if you're listening, the next level is two, or known as purple. And if you're in the purple realm right now, you're going to seek harmony in a very mysterious world. 
You're going to be somewhat animalistic in your requirements. Things are going to be very black and white between good and bad. You're going to consider spirits, things like that, things that are supernatural. And your lineage, right, where you came from, would ultimately establish political links and things that are important to you. These are going to be shown in family rituals, right? things you might do on a consistent basis. This also presents itself very heavily inside of gangs, athletic teams, and corporate tribes. So if any of that describes you, you have some purple in you. It doesn't mean you haven't reached higher than purple. It just means you have some. This is about 10% of the population right now, and they possess roughly 1% of the power. Now, I know from the clients that I've worked with and the research that I've done, by the fact you're listening in to me right now, there's a high probability you've transcended from beige through purple and are at least inside of red. And red is number three on this transcending journey into communication in the human psyche as defined by Claire Graves, Don Beck, and then ultimately Ken Wilber. And inside of red, this is going to be referred to as more of the power god type of individual. You're going to express things impulsively. You're going to be strong. You're going to want to break free from the societal norms. This is the first step in evolution in which you become self-distinct from the tribe that you have been raised in. You would typically be powerful and impulsive, sometimes even on the verge of heroic. You'll have an archetype of God or goddess, which we're going to get into in a few episodes down the road of what archetypes are, how they control your life, how they actually are determining the thoughts and limiting beliefs that you had, and then ultimately what you can do about the archetypes that are present in your life right now. But as that aside slips aside, diving back into red, you would enjoy yourself to the fullest without any sort of regret or remorse. The individuals that would express this are typically children in their terrible twos. Also rebellious youth. That certainly could have been you or I. It'd be epic heroes and James Bond villains. Maybe even wild rock stars. Right? They just throw caution to the wind and because they are who they are, they're going to do what they do when everyone else has to bow essentially to them. Currently, this is roughly 20% of the global population, and they somehow control almost 5% of the power. So let's think about this just for a second, shall we? We've established the fact that there's multiple levels at which we can ascend into for communication just to start with. We understand that there's beige, purple, and red, and each one has some sort of explanation behind them. So as we continue through this, I'd like to can ask you to consider which ones you identify most directly with. This is going to be difficult, right? Because again, our psyche wants to compare ourselves and we all have some part of us that wants to be the best. And no matter how much I tell you, it's very difficult for you to conceptualize, just as it was for me, that number nine does not have to be the best. In my intimate work with clients, both one-on-one and in a group setting, we get very, very clear on just this. 
You see, it's my belief system. It's my training. It's my ideology when I work with a client that once I can establish and we can get honest with ourselves about where you are at, like truly in your personal evolution, not compared to anybody else, but just for yourself, when we can get dialed into that, I'm able to make massive shifts just by moving you along an ascension that gets you from level to level while backfilling, i.e. transcending and including the previous levels before you. You see, there's part of all of us that need to fully actualize the red level. We need to be able to know when to turn on that powerful, impulsive, and heroic part of ourselves. There's part of us that needs to fully actualize purple. We need to know good from bad and have it wired inside of us. We need to have our own belief system. And certainly, inside of beige, we also all need to have habits to survive, basic survival instincts with food, water, warmth, sex, shelter. They're all beautiful parts of who we are. And so as we continue to go down this path, it's so important that you're just honest with yourself about which ones of these define or identify who you are. From the place of raw, authentic vulnerability to yourself about where you're at, bridges can be built to get you to the next phase. I will help you cross that. Simply from dialing into this show, tuning in and listening, and then heading over to lifeoptimizedlifeshow.com, you'll be able to download a value-added PDF from this episode. Not only will all my words be transcribed, not only will this whole episode be available for you to hold in your hand, but you will also get access to a PDF explaining this in more depth and detail. I'm doing this because I know that the more you know, the better you can do. And that's the first step in living an optimized life, is simply being aware of the possibilities. So as we discuss possibilities, we now have to discuss the possibility of you being in stage four, which is blue. If you're in this phase of your personal evolution, you're going to find purpose in life. It's going to be your goal to start to bring order to situations and to ensure the future, primarily for yourself. You'll begin to think that life has meaning and direction and purpose. But in this, you probably also believe that the outcomes are somewhat determined by an all-powerful source. That would be the deity that you pray to, subscribe to. God, Buddha, Allah, whoever it would be, that would be what you believe to be guiding you through the driven outcomes of life. If you're in blue, you're also guided by the principles of right and wrong only. You would think that violating these codes of right versus wrong would have major and lifelong ramifications that may never be able to be undone. You're going to think for a second that the rigid social hierarchies can't ever be broken and that the class that you are currently in is the one you're deemed to stay in. 
the places where this is most prevalent are going to be in charitable good deeds, religions, patriotism, but also in the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Roughly 40% of the population is currently residing in blue. And they possess 30% of the global power. Is this starting to make a little sense to you? For me, when I got to this point, light bulbs started going off like, oh my God, I, I can see this now. I started to think about all the people that I know that are just so devout in their conviction to, we'll say, Christianity. And that anything else other than that has to be wrong. And that Christianity and the God that the Christian you know, uh, loves, connects with, is the only one that could ever be, and everybody else must be wrong. Now, inherently, at that level, that's not a big deal. And if you've only been through the previous three levels, well, certainly, there's nothing wrong with that. But as we continue to go forward, you'll see that there are many more levels to human evolution and to the psyche. And again, there's a couple places for you to get more information about things like this. One, of course, is my website, optimizelifeshow.com. You'll see the episode. You'll see the PDFs. You'll be able to get all the content you want there, plus have access to go deeper down this subject matter with me. Second place, right, you need to analyze really where you're at. And I have built, in conjunction with Johns Hopkins and Harvard, an assessment to do just that. It is found on lifeoptimizationtest.com. This assessment, in addition to determining where you are at currently, will provide more in-depth psychological evaluations to where you are and where you want to arrive to than anything we found before. This test comes with an hour-long read by me face-to-face on a Zoom call. It's impactful. It changes lives every day. Maybe as we dive into this, something's connecting with you that it's time for you to start leveling up your game and at least getting clear on where you're at and how to start to build where you want to arrive to. Lifeoptimizationtest.com is for you. And if it's neither one of those and you feel called and compelled to go deeper down the rabbit hole of what this content really means and how to apply it to life, not only for yourself, but potentially if you want to impact other people's lives. It's a great resource for that as well. It is the humanpotentialinstitute.com. In a PDF that I have that will be associated with this show, you'll have a custom link that if you go through that, find out what they're all about, and want some additional training and certification, I actually get compensated for it. I get compensated for it because I believe in it. I've been through the training myself, and it is massively impactful for the way that you view yourself as well as human evolution. Now that I move that aside, and we continue to zig and zag down this path of evolution and transcension as well as holons, we're to the conversation of level five, which is orange. Orange, you begin to analyze and strategize in order to make sure that you prosper. You are doing everything you can in the moment to escape the herd mentality, and all you want to do is seek truth and meaning. You're probably the type of individual that realizes the world is a well-oiled machine, 
filled with natural laws that can be learned. They could then be mastered and ultimately manipulated for one's own purpose and gain. This is highly achievement-oriented, primarily towards materialistic gains. Laws of science rule politics, rule the economy, and ultimately human events. If you're operating at an orange level in your psyche, you begin to view the world as a chessboard with basically games and pawns that are played where the winner gains perks over the losers. This is found in basic corporate states. Think about Wall Street, right? Power-hungry individuals that are leveraging everything they can to get ahead. It's also found in the upward mobile middle class. The group of individuals are doing anything they can to get out of where they are currently. Maybe that's you, and maybe those resources I stated are exactly what you need to get there. This is also found in trophy hunting, materialism, and, and liberal self-interest. So it's found in a bunch of different places. This is roughly 30% of the global population, and this orange level, currently, today, holds about 50% of the global power. So think about that. I mean, as you're questioning this, like, man, this is some crazy stuff. I've never heard this before. Let's just talk about Wall Street. And Wall Street and their ability to control the financial sector, but also control politics, pharmaceuticals, every industry, we're all tied to the market. And if it goes up and down and what that does for the swings in wealth for all of us. There's a ton of power found in the orange level, and there's nothing to be ashamed of if that's where you're at. There's actually nothing to be ashamed of on any of these levels. There's just the facts of where you currently reside. Transcending up into the last level of first-tier consciousness, it's actually referred to as green, level six. And in this level, you're going to start exploring your inner self. You're going to want to equalize with others. You want to normalize the herd. You're really worried about human bonding, networking. And you understand that the human spirit is destined to be freed from greed and decisiveness. You start to cherish all the earth, all the magic that's around us. You're really focused on lateral bonding and linking. Right? You want to make sure you're hand in hand and arm in arm with other individuals working towards the same ultimate goal. Your emphasis is going to be on dialogue and relationships, where communication's not only important, but it's necessary at a deep soul's level for you. Your goal is ultimately somewhere in the back of your mind to bring harmony and to enrich the human potential in every person that you can find. This is typically subjective and nonlinear thinking, right? A little abstract. This is seen right now in Canadian healthcare, animal rights, and political correctness. This is roughly 10% of the population, and they are down to only holding 15% of the power. Right, so we're through the first tier of where you could be. We've covered almost all the power that exists, and we've covered almost all the percentages that exist. I want to make a point of that because as we jump into second tier consciousness, the game changes. There's things that are just different. 
But those different things are not easy to arrive to. And so none of this is to have you find comparison and beat yourself up. This is new thinking. This is emerging ideas. Because there's actually a monumentous leap that must happen in human evolution to get to the second tier. There's an unbelievable chasm to jump across that's not only deep, but it's also wide. It has to be crossed, though, to get to the second tier thinking. In ideal situations, for you to transcend into the second tier, while also including everything before, you must be able to think very fluidly, both vertically and horizontally. Someone must vividly grasp the entire spectrum of the interior development. Essentially, what I just covered with you needs to be ingrained so deeply that you can instantly on the fly realize which level you need to tap into to benefit the situation in front of you in that moment. And also, how to most effectively communicate with the person in front of you. You must also vividly grasp the entire spectrum of external and interior development and how those intercorrelate. Each part before has to transcend and include. And it's why from this level, communication ends up being so difficult. Unless you have achieved the second tier consciousness, which is a fraction of percent, less than 2% of the global populace has achieved second tier consciousness at a dialed in level. But unless you have reached that level, when you're having conversations with people and you're just butting heads, you can't seem to get through. You don't understand how they think, why they, what they think, and it's like you're talking to a wall. They, they can't even process where you're at. How many times in life have you been there? How many times has that been your truth? And so what happens is for most of us, we try to find a tribe of individuals that thinks like us, that speaks like us, that is probably roughly at the same level of thinking as us. And then we become stagnant and sedated with the tribe that's around us. You see, there's nothing wrong with hanging out with a bunch of people that are inside of this orange level of thinking. It's beautiful. You're making massive change and you have 50% of the world's power. But from that level, unless you have external stimulus from someone that you know, like, trust, and respect, the possibility of you somehow accidentally transcending into level six green is very, very unlikely. And certainly, if you are more than two levels apart, right? if you're operating in the green level six and the person you're speaking to is in blue level four, you might as well call it quits right now. It's almost impossible to have an actual conversation that is meaningful and impactful that sticks with either one of you. You are so far apart that it's difficult to cross. That chasm's too large, and that's nowhere near the chasm that it takes to go from first-tier consciousness to second-tier, right? Because truly, as we get into second-tier consciousness, the term holon becomes incredibly important. You have to truly transcend and include every level before and be able to use them to your benefit in every moment of every day. Essentially, that would mean that each level can be activated or reactivated as life would require in that moment. What that means contextually for you is that red, that, that power God, would be able to be activated instantly in emergency. 
and that blue could be activated in a job hunt, and that orange could be activated in marriage or with friends, and that your green, right, that clicks on and that taps in when it's time for some close bonding with some new people. All of these steps would have something to contribute. And these levels, as I've referred to them, are ultimately considered memes. See, how you'll know where you're at roughly on this scale, again, free of shame, guilt, and judgment, is that none of the first tier levels can truly and fully appreciate the existence of any other level. It just doesn't work. Each level would think its level is the best. Each level would react negatively when ultimately challenged with a different belief system. Think about it. If you're blue, you'd be uncomfortable with red's impulsiveness or orange's individualism. Orange would think that blue's order is ridiculous and that green is too weak and too woo-woo. Until you can change and overcome those thoughts and own why they must exist, true second-tier thinking is just not where you're at. But that can be a powerful thing. You may not need it, and I'm going to explain to you why. You see, there's at least two more levels we're going to discuss with an emerging third. The seventh level, or yellow, is focused on integrating and aligning systems. Life is essentially one of those kaleidoscopes through a series of natural hierarchies. Life is flexible, it's spontaneous, and functionality becomes of the highest importance. If you're truly in level 7, knowledge and competency should supersede power, status, or group sensitivity. The current world order is a direct response of the existence of different levels and how they play out in reality. My friend, this is less than 1% of the population. And they have less than 5% of the power. So as there are those people that trigger you, that make you mad, that seem to pivot and be very spontaneous, and all they care about is functionality more than form, the ones that believe that they're knowledgeable and very competent, and that that supersedes the fact that there's been a hierarchy that has been created prior to, and they certainly don't care about group sensitivity. Those people that trigger you are probably level seven. And they trigger you because you haven't yet ascended to that level. And this is how the coaching world works for me. This is how being a specialist is just different apply science and reason and logic to a world that is so convoluted, that can be so cumbersome. Right, and I share that as we jump into level eight, which is turquoise. In level eight, you really start to synchronize and you worry about macro management, right? You're managing the whole, you're not managing a part. In turquoise, you start to really unite feelings with knowledge, You'll hear me discuss on this show quite often that we get trapped in our feelings, but we never get clear on the facts. The evolution that I walk clients through hand in hand, side by side, is we deal with the facts and then we get clear on the feelings and then we alter our direction and we start to pivot on the focus and then we check back in with ourselves on did that decision produce fruit? That's level eight. See, multiple levels of thoughts are interwoven into one level of consciousness on level eight. 
level eights specifically able to dial in and pull in and out of every level before consistently. A level eight thinker is going to detect harmonics, mystical forces, and flow states seemingly on the go. This turquoise level is less than one-tenth of the population and has less, it's less than one-tenth of one percent of the population and has about one percent of the power. I share this with you now that we're through the eight primary levels, six of first-tier consciousness, two of second-tier consciousness. I share these percentages with you because you're not necessarily supposed to be at any one level. Even as we say this, level nine is emerging as we speak, right? There's next levels of consciousness, and there will always be, as we continue to evolve and progress as a society, and as a species, as a race, as, as people, as human beings, there are more things that become aware to us than we knew yesterday. So you might be sitting here questioning, like, what tier am I? And you're some of a couple. That's completely natural. You don't have to be defined by any one tier. You can have behaviors across all quadrants and all levels in all of the quadrants, right? In, in all of the levels of ascension. But ultimately, I'm sure there's part of you that wants to be able to jump in and out and use them as you want, right? You want to be in that second tier. But it takes a tremendous amount of work to jump into the second tier. However, Without second-tier thinking, we're ultimately doomed to keep repeating the past and keep fighting, killing, and putting other levels down based off acceptance of what we believe to be true. I mean, think about that, right? Think of how many times you've had an argument or got frustrated with something you saw on television or on the internet because the belief that was impressed upon you was so different from yours that it just made you mad. It's first-tier thinking. It's okay, but there's something greater ahead if you put your nose down and work towards it. You see, most arguments you have and lack of communication is really based around the subjective level in which you argue. Another way to say that is your perception is your reality and there's no way to make somebody else see your perception. It is just yours. And until you transcend and then include the previous levels, it's very difficult to see the world any other way. I mean, really think about it. No amount of science can ever convince a spiritual believer that something is different than what they believe to be true. This is why cross-level debates are so rarely solved. This is exactly why you struggle to communicate with people. Right? This is psychology. This is, this is science. This is what I deem to be a level of factual conversation. If this is making you feel uncomfortable in some capacity, I encourage you don't feel badly whatsoever. It's very typical that first-tier thinking resists the emergence of a second tier. Where you're going to say, I'm crazy, where this can't be, where some guy made this up, and how can this possibly be the truth? Well, Claire Graves, Don Beck, Ken Wilber have spent collective collectively hundreds of years cross-referencing almost every major psychological evaluation research tool possible, including different ideas and ideologies, to create this framework that has been proven true time and time again. And even if you don't know them whatsoever, and perhaps you're new to me, 
I've got hundreds of reps now showing that this level of understanding, being able to tap into where someone's at and then show them how to get to the next level is impactful in the way that you show up in your daily life. I mean, I'd like you to think about one more concept just for a moment before we wrap this up. In the U.S., specifically, Green has been in charge of cultural studies for the past 40 years or so. Yes, 40 years, Green has been in charge. Right now, give or take, as far as cultural studies go. So even the cultural studies that we have access to are jaded by the level of ascension that this the administrators of the test have arrived at. We're not even getting the full picture because most of us don't know these hidden maps exist. We don't know there's something greater because we can't see it from our perceptive lens. And that's all about what this optimized journey of life is really about, is understanding what is hidden doesn't have to be. What's behind door number one can be yours if you want it, as well as door number two, and door number three. But what becomes most impactful to me out of this entire conversation is you're spinning and you're thinking, man, I want to be level two. I want to be tier two. I don't know how to do this. All levels actually don't serve all people in all growth states. Green would have massive downside in corporate America. Meetings would be incredibly messy. Everybody in the meeting would simply sit there and get to express their feeling about the topic at hand. That would then take a very long time, which would then lead to decisions very rarely getting made. Because in the green level, there's no view that's better than another. Rarely can a solid stated stance be figured out and owned by a collective tribe operating in green. See, the system itself sees the world through relevant eyes. So as you think for yourself in a traditional sense, it's a relative understanding of what is based off you and your ultimate level of thinking. This then becomes the magnet in which narcissism is drawn into. After all, right, the truest sense and essence of narcissism refuses to step outside its own subjective orbit and then is not able to see any other truths other than its own. Baby boomers are actually notoriously famous for this. Sorry to break it to you. Baby boomers as themselves are convinced that they're working on the greatest good of everybody else while being so convicted, so filled with conviction in themselves being the best that they end up being a generation of pseudo-narcissism, narcissists. Now, this isn't to degrade or to attack a baby boomer. This is simply to say, myself as a 35-year-old man that was taught by a father that was born during the baby boomer generation, he has imprinted and placed upon me his own belief systems from his own perceptive lens that has then led to me believe, led to me believing what is possible based off his level of narcissism from being a baby boomer. But that was where the global populace was at at that time period. Level 7 and level 8 didn't exist then. That was the peak and the epitome of what production really looked like. Orange was it, my friend. 
And that level of narcissism, what drove people forward to producing more. That's how we have the incredible commerce that we have in the U.S. is all based around that, but it comes with its downfalls, as does every level. And if there's a takeaway for you from this specific episode, other than heading over to OptimizeLifeShow.com and downloading the PDF as well as the transcription from this episode, if there's a takeaway that I would like you to consider, it's getting very clear and real with the level that you're currently operating in versus which level would serve you best in the life that you want to live. If you are operating at a power god, red level three, and you want to own a business and flourishing going forward, getting to orange level five is all that you need. Which would then mean we have to get very clear on orderliness in structure. We'd have to dive into that and master that as well as break free from the ties that bind us to that necessity of ownership of red level three. You see, it's my, my will, it's my wish, it's my desire for you to live a truly optimized life. And we will continue down this path in the episodes to come. So this is Ryan Nidell wishing you truly unlimited success.